guests tonight. Sensational Sean Wickens. And the enforcer on the floor, Vicious Vince Faso. Let me the F, the bang. All right, it is Thursday, July twenty first, seven o three p.m. twenty twenty two. Thank you, Sean and Vince, for joining me. This is the floorball episode of Larry Knows Sports. We have returning finally. guest, Sean, finally. You have brought yeah. up floorball before on this show. Of or course. it's come up when we've looked at we've looked at just like sports that are going on in the world games. And um, Oh yeah. So Vince, you you're a floorball ref, correct? Yes, and, correct. And player? I am a former player coach and now ref okay so you've been on every side of <laughs> of the floorball bench not owner yep. he hasn't been an owner yet right not yet not yet so all right i guess the first question how would you, what is floorball and and is it naive to say just from looking at the pictures that it's floor hockey or is it something different uh it is very similar to floor hockey it has the same basic principle, same basic overall rules, trying to get a ball into a net, five players aside, there's a goalie, but it has the physicality of soccer, uh, where it's not violent, but it is very physical. Uh, and so the same sort of contact that's, a, that's allowed in soccer is allowed in floorball. So slide tackling? Uh, which is not technically allowed in, uh, in in soccer if you get in the feet, but uh, uh, other, with some with some subtle differences, like you can't play on the ground. Um, a lot of the rules are based on like safety and you know civility, uh, and it's a very fast game. And the saying is, it's easy to learn and difficult to master. I see. So, no, probably no checking like there is in ice hockey or roller hockey, but lots of jostling for position. Absolutely. I mean, the, the the rink itself is only about 18 inches high. And so you can imagine that checking would be yeah. very, very, very dangerous. So uh, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, are there, are there, because it is like hockey, are there ever octopuses on the rink? <laughs> I know there's a kid running, yelling in the background. That's okay. That sounds like a, that's a fan. That's a Larry the Athlete fan. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of fans here. Um, cheering, yeah. Uh, not quite uh, the level of uh, obsession of fans, at least yeah. in at least in North America. I mean, in Europe, there might Got be it. where the where the sport is really popular. There might be some uh, uh, strange traditions here and there, um, yeah. but I would have to look into that. Okay, yeah, I'd be interested to hearing if there are any floorball traditions we don't know about. So, who it, both both in the U.S. and in Europe, who generally becomes professional floorball players is it 
hockey players who maybe didn't make the NHL or uh, just like something else to do in the off season, or just like is it a, is it a, is it an endeavor to itself? It's a bit of both. Um, in Europe, you know, players grow up playing you know floorball in school everyone knows how to play it's like this it's the same it's the equivalent of like basketball here like everyone knows the basic rules most people have played it in in in, in school at like every every level from grade school through, through high school in, in like pe classes and and so people just it just becomes one of those sports that people just follow and and play you know in the u.s uh, the people who pick it up often come from Hockey, maybe looking for something cheaper, looking for something during the off season, looking for off ice training, um, and or, or people come from field hockey, um, or just people looking for some a fun team sport with some good cardio is what a lot of uh, rec groups uh, were founded on, on the basis of. Vince, yes, is, is there anything like a zamboni machine <laughs> in between the periods? Anything like at all that happens like it? Like maybe it, a it's, blimp. I wish there was a I mean, anything that you can imagine that would happen like uh, at like a big sporting event um, would happen in in a big floorball event in in Sweden, Finland, Switzerland, Czech Republic. Mm. All those big fan gimmicks, the hype, the 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 chants, the cheers, the rabid fans, the drinking in the stands. The bait, the the Slovakians are known for like, and the Finns are known for like bashing drums nonstop during mm. their national team games. Yeah. Um, the closest thing to a Zamboni is the, there's a floor called Gur floor that is like the premier floor to play on. Um, we actually just got one in the States after the World Games, the one that was the World Games was played on. And to keep that, you know, when, someone, when a player falls, kind of like basketball, it gets sweaty yeah. uh, and can be slippery. And so you have people with the mops come out uh, and, and mop it up. But the volunteers at the World Games got so good and comfortable that every stoppage of play between every period, every timeout, every between goals, the volunteers should just kind of like walk out there and just move the, the big push mop, push broom across the floor, kind of like a Zamboni. Yeah. Um, that's probably, so the, the human powered uh, Zamboni, I'd say, would be the it closest equivalent. Like, it sounds like it doesn't clean up the sweat. It sounds like it pushes it around. Larry, do you have any <laughs> thoughts on that? Well, it depends on the absorption quality of the mop, I guess. That's true. Um, and and you know how sweaty the players. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and the absorption quality of the jerseys as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I I like where you're going with this, Sean. I think there should be some sort of like cart or car that you could drive that has like yeah. a mop as its base rather than That'd the blades cool. to cut up the ice. Yeah, there is, there is a there is a uh, million dollars to be made with this with this idea. I think. Yeah. As soon as the floorball takes off, they're going to need something to clean the floor regularly. Well, sure. I heard uh, Zamboni is is actually it's like scotch release, tape. Release, release the Roombas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Or fifteen of those. And then there, what if there was a Roomba Zamboni machine in ice hockey? Sure. Yeah, we can get there. I mean, that well, would see, be now interesting. You're, now you're just. Now you're just trying to put Zamboni drivers out of work. That's true. I don't want to do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And Zamboni is is the name of a company, from what I understand. And it, it was the name of the guy who invented it, I believe, right. first. Okay. And, and it's probably now a company. I believe before that it was the name of that guy's dad. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could it could have been Frank could be wrong. Frank Zamboni well, the third. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, so you were talking about like how big how the big the fan base is in some of these European countries. Um, yeah. So will there be like, is it in arenas? Is it in in pretty big sized arenas with a pretty big crowd? It runs the gambit. Like yeah. at the highest leagues and then and the you know the national teams level, yes, the big the, all the big arenas, the biggest the uh, uh, globe the Globe and Arena in Stockholm, any any of the largest arenas in these major cities is where the biggest games uh, would be played. Uh, and if and it this it's like a club team, from like the juniors, six year olds, seven year olds, teenagers, high school, adult rec, and there's like five divisions, and those can be played in like some smaller. Like uh, the average, say I would say, would be a like high school gym with like bleachers on like one side. That's what a lot of the mm-hmm. um, most clubs have as their home arena. I mean, that was my floor hockey experience. So, in in high school, or I don't know. If, I guess we did do it in high school too. I I, I very like keenly remember it in middle school, and then high school mm-hmm. was maybe fleeting. Uh, because when I was in middle school, that's when I think hockey was at its most popular in, in the U S uh, same. Yeah. It was when the Rangers won the cup. So floor hockey, My, right, right after mighty ducks, mighty ducks, yeah. was my intro to hockey that same year as the Rangers won the cup. Yeah. I think like it was, I always think about it. It's the convergence of three things. It's the mighty mm-hmm. ducks movie, the Rangers winning the cup and rollerblades becoming mm-hmm. a thing. Oh yeah. And let's that. Let's throw in your own sort of like um, testosterone. <laughs> yeah, you, it was emerging. Bur- it was right as it was bur- emerging. <laughs> yeah. Yes, right. Hormones. Uh, what, what is actually, what is the biggest uh, Euro League for floorball? Um, there is the SSL in, in Sweden, um, which is the Swedish Super League uh, is uh. what it's called. And... Uh, Oh, actually, with me, I've been traveling with one of the top refs of the Swedish Super League, who is refing our uh, our summer league uh, here in 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 the country this summer. And that that Swedish league is it just Swedish teams, or do they play? Um... It's just sweet. It's just Swedish okay. teams. I think they. I'm sure they have um, different tiers, kind of like soccer, right. uh, European football. They, 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 they might play league. each, the, the Finnish, they might play the Finnish champion. Mm-hmm. There's like a Euro, there's like a European cup just for all the top major European uh, clubs, mm-hmm. not just necessarily the, the national teams mm-hmm. for the top clubs in each, in each country. Um, I mean, as big as any other sport that you can imagine here, like the, imagine if NFL or, or the NBA weren't quite like professional, but people doing this, like maybe they may have sponsorships, not being paid millions of dollars, mm-hmm. but there's that same sort of rabid fan base and at every level of, of the, of a skill level and age are level. We, are we talking floorball cards? Can, can I, if I'm, <laughs> Ooh, that's a good Europe, question. Can I walk into the store? Yeah. Hey, I'm not sure if you, there might be, I'll, I will, that's another one I would, I would ask about. I mean, you know, people, same thing. Kids line up to get autographs. I mean, we sure, have some yeah. American kids who have been getting so into it that they're following the European players. And oh, at the wow. World Games, some of the kids who were volunteering had like knew these Czech players who were there and wanted their autographs. Oh, wow. And yeah. So this uh, league that you're 
going around in that's the United States League. This is a new league. That it's yeah, about? it was a. This is the inaugural season. We it was supposed to be last year, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the North American Floorball League. It's the first, our first sort of attempt at a professional league in this country. Normally, we have you know many tournaments around the country, five or six major ones a year, and some some cities have like many leagues. But this was the first big attempt at it. And so we have four teams in four, in four cities, Fresno, California, Salt Lake city, Utah, uh, Fort worth and Texas. Orlando. Yep. Fort worth, Texas Florida. and Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Yeah. So there, there are three, four teams who play each other every weekend for the, for four weeks. Hmm. Um, but they're made up of, um, mostly players from Europe. Okay. And so players who it's, it's their off season and they're not necessarily being paid anything right now, but they're mm-hmm. having like accommodations covered. They're having some of their travel while they're here covered. Uh, and, and the, the honor of like being part of this league that could potentially be built into something yeah. much bigger. They're training for free for their regular. I mean, it's training for you free know, and getting, and getting a chance to hang out in America for the summer. Yeah. It sounds fun. Yeah. All right. I got to ask, what was it like um, calling the championship game? Like, were you scared? Were you excited? Was it thrilling? Well, well I'll tell you after this weekend. Our championship oh, is just coming, coming up. up. Yeah, it's coming okay. up. So, we're, so tomorrow, so we have tomorrow and Saturday uh, are like the quote-unquote playoffs okay. and then uh. and semifinals. And then Sunday is the, is the finals. Wow. All right. Well, then here's my question. Have you been having ref nightmares, <laughs> like missing a call? I mean, there's like always, I mean, dreams? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say anxiety dreams. There are always the calls at every weekend so far. There's always one or two calls like, man, I wish I would have seen that sooner. I wish I would have, I heard sure. everyone also saying that I, that I missed this or they missed that. And every ref has, has those. And you can debate it, you know, from here till Sunday. Yeah. And yeah, so some of those you're like, well, you, you take it as a, you know what? I'm going to remember this because the next time this situation comes up, I'm going to make sure I'm, I'm better. Yeah. Is there instant replay or challenges? <laughs> I, uh, at, at the, on the international level, they've just started um, introducing that. My referee partner and I, when we were in Italy, refing a qualifier, we were the first pair to actually use the, uh, the VAR uh, uh-huh. for, for a goal. It's only used for, for whether the ball crossed the line or yeah. not. Um, we don't have it for this league because we don't have a good enough um, camera setup mm. to have multiple cameras where it actually makes sense to see it. And it was the same in the, in the World Games. Even. Okay. Same. And hey, floorball is not it. on trial here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, all, they're, trying, they're trying to make things... Uh, Fair. You know, they're trying to try make things fair and experiment with different different formats and stuff. Will VAR work for football? I don't yeah. know. I have a question for you guys. How did how did you come to to floorball? Like, I was kind of I got this sort of this text kind of out of the blue, and I'm really no one, almost no one comes to floorball and and finds it. I think in the same way in a similar way that you have. Mm. So I'm very curious. Well. I've got a beautiful story, but I want Larry to go first. Sure. So um, I do this podcast, Larry Knows Sports, and Sean contacted me one day 
um, singing it in India for like to to bring up some underdog sports, sports that don't get a lot of coverage, and to he'll watch a game of that sport, we'll talk about it, dissect it a little bit. We did corf ball, we did fist ball, um, and both we found out we're at the World Games. We ended up being contacted by some fist ball players who then came onto the show <laughs> to defend their sport. Um, so yeah, I saw that floorball was on. We were once like kind of just like looking at images of different sports, like floorball and um, uh, maybe different types of handball. Hi Lai, we Hi Lai was the first one. Yeah, ah, curling. Yes. We did curling too a little bit. Yep. Yeah, and um, uh, but that might be the, curling might be the most appreciated underdog right, sport, right? Perhaps. <clears throat> and. Uh, I know Julia, your friend Julia, mm. the Heitner, and um, <laughs> yeah, that's your nickname. And uh, she, I, I was doing a mailbag episode of the show, and she uh, must have known that you ref floorball yes. and posted a question about asking what are Latvia's chances at uh, in floorball at the World Games. I mentioned something and she said something about like Vince Faso would be proud and then found out that she had a friend who was a floorball ref and and realized I got a bump I got a bump uh LeBron this week and get this floorball ref on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really appreciate that. I mean, he'll he'll I think he'll get over it. Yeah, he's got other invites. He'll be fine. So actually, how, um, what is like your backstory and how did you become a floorball player and ref? Hmm. Um, I grew up playing roller hockey, mm-hmm. entered into it the same way as we talked about earlier, Mighty Ducks, Rangers, that whole, that whole year. Um, played roller hockey in high school and uh, came back from college on a break, winter break or something, and, and wanted to play roller hockey. And I found a place where they were playing it at a rec center in Fresno, went and saw a, uh, the stepdad of one of my good friends, who is currently uh, well, actually one of the owners of one of the teams this season. Yeah. And I recognized him. I'm like, hey, and they were playing this weird sport. I'm like, hey, hey, Jeff, what, a, what are you doing? And he explained it to me and there's a bunch of, a physical therapists from a, a community a hospital who were playing this sport kind of like for cardio that a Swede introduced to them. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. I'll come back and check it out next week. Came back, checked it out and just got hooked. Uh, that was back in like 2004, 2003, somewhere in there. And uh, the sport was small enough in the States where I did, I was able to do a few years on the national team while we were trying to grow the sport and get more North Americans there. Cause right now it's, as you can imagine, kind of mostly Europeans who have us passports. Okay. And, and I did a few years on the, on the national team. Then when the, the game just got more talent, players got more talented, younger, faster, I transitioned to coaching. And then while I was refing at the same time, just sort of seemed like fun refs and tournaments here and there. And, uh, I kind of realized that in order for the sport to grow, the sport that I love, in order for it to get better and better, uh, I needed to make that transition from coaching and refing and playing to just focusing on the referees. And so I might, I'm currently the director of referees for USA Floorball. And it's sort of my, my goal uh, within the sport to just make sure that I were training 
and growing the sport through uh, referees. And did you ref the championship game at the World Games? Absolutely not. Uh, I, I, one, one day I hope to, um, while I am certified as an international ref with the, uh, international floorball federation, um, that's where me and my referee pair are relatively, uh, young and inexperienced on uh-huh. that circuit. Um, and so they have some of the, uh, best refs in the world have come for the tournaments, uh, like that, but I've refed every national championship here in the States for the last five, six, seven seven years or something. Oh, cool. Vince, I have a, yeah. I have a quick question because you yeah. shut that down pretty quickly. <laughs> said, oh, you did the world game championship. Is there a rumor going around that you Vince was there? Uh, I mean, I was there. I, I, I was working the, the scoreboard at the, at all the games. I get, to, oh, okay. I got to ref the, I got to ref the, uh, as they did a special Olympics exhibition, uh, yeah. game that I got uh, to ref while I was there. Um, I, I shut it down because I want to make sure that people know that uh, uh, while it may seem like uh, it, within the sport in the country, yeah. as far as referees go, I'm on the top tier. You're huge, yeah. But, but, but you, you, you go outside of uh, North America and uh, no one gives a crap. Yeah. About a couple of American refs. I got it. Okay. Well, follow-up question, be honest. Because you were on the scoreboard for the World Game, that's where you said yeah. you were on the scoreboard? Yeah, yeah. Did you have on under your shirt, your referee shirt, in <laughs> case somebody fell ill, and then you had to save the day? It's like, actually, that's, I can ref. That's actually no secret. Uh, I certainly had, I had, since I was doing this exhibition game, I did have my ref, my inner, my uh, IFF referee gear with me. Oh, cool. Uh, and I made it abundantly clear to... Um, my Swedish friend, my Swedish, the Swedish ref that was there. Hey man, I know there's an SAS strike going. So a lot of the refs are having to like change their flights. Oh yeah. Hey, if your partner can't be there, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. And I mean, the director of the referees who was in Birmingham, uh, I, they, they knew I was, that was there. And it's, they actually, I don't think they were joking when they said, Hey, it's good to know that you've got your stuff. Like just in case, like they have an extra referee there. Who's, who is technically, certified and qualified to ref the game if necessary. I think it made them feel better. And I think there was probably a, a one in a billion shot that I would get to do that, but yeah. uh, made me feel good to at least pretend like I could potentially be useful. Yeah. Was there a written test? How do you get <laughs> licensed? Uh, there, is, there, there is a, there's definitely a written, written tests. Um, your, yeah. your, your, your country organization has to nominate you. Um, uh, there are, there are physical tests that you have to do. There's like the beep test, the yo-yo test, anything that you, uh, that, that, uh, shows that you can, you have physical, some sort of basic level of physical fitness. Yeah. Um, I'd say the, the written test I took for this national North American floorball league, um, was probably the harder than the IFF test that I, that I had to take. Yeah. Go uh, America. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So um, I have I have too many questions. Yeah. Larry, go ahead. But okay. I have. Um, <laughs> so, first question: um, Are there power plays in floorball? Ooh. Yeah, similar, very similar to uh, to hockey. Um, when a player is penalized, it's either a uh, two minute two minute penalty, bench penalty. Uh, it could be a two plus two, which is like a major penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are personal penalties uh, for like unsportsmanlike conduct, and uh, unlike hockey, but like. Uh, soccer, just like red cards, match penalties, um, that sort of thing. Oh, there are red cards. 
Yeah, there are red cards. Okay. Um, can you can you demonstrate gestures for the various penalties? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can. Let me let me set this up here. Uh, there are a. Oh man, I I the iPad setup is yeah, not if, the best. If I'll, I'll actually do this. It might be easier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the basic ones are like. You know, you can't like hit someone stick with yours, right? Uh-huh. And so, so the, that, that the most common one you're gonna do, uh, yeah, but it's, it's like a boom, kind of okay. similar to slash. Hold it out, yep, and it's but it's like a, yep, that's it. Nice. Although my my favorite one is uh, players can't be in the goalkeeper area, and so I'd say my uh, the favorite one is the sign for when the players in the goalkeeper area, and it's like. Make a little triangle over your head. I call it the funny hat signal. So that's like the... <laughs> that's it. So, yeah. So that would be for like goaltender interference type of thing. Uh, yeah. If you happen, if you're just in the goaltender goalkeeper area. How about, is there a too much violence? Is there just like a very, like a easy, whoa, too much Yeah, violence? I mean, roughing. Very, a lot, a lot of the signals they, they borrowed uh, from or inspired by, you know, signals in, in hockey. Yeah. All right, yeah. I have a I have a question. Yeah, Let, we're dreaming big about floorball, right? Absolutely. You want to yeah. get to the World Games Championship one day? That'd be yep. sweet. Yep. All yep. Right. We want to get to the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, definitely. All right. If at one point in the future there was an exhibition game for floorball on the roof of a building, would it still be called floorball or would it be <laughs> called roofball? Pose a really deep question, Sean. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would I would still say you'd probably call it uh floorball because unless the players are hovering. Because oh, probably they would put a floor on the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which I mean there's I mean there's some there's some fun existential levels right. there. Sure. It's an there is answer. there is uh, there are some tournaments in Europe. I think Sweden and Finland have uh like mud floorball. I, think, I, still, I, I still think they call it mud floor ball so it's like where it's is just this like, outdoor the floor is muddy yeah yeah it just they play with in the mud probably with like a larger ball than what a normal floor ball but is. it's not it's, it, but it wouldn't be called field hockey no okay no yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> because it's indoor this is indoor mud they're playing with no they may be i don't know i don't know how muddy their uh, the rinks get <laughs> okay so these um and looking behind you, I see all these hockey jerseys. I'm at, I'm at a uh, a friend's house who uh, uh, is, he's a Swedish American, and uh, he is well. His last name happens to be Carlson, uh-huh. hence the jerseys in, of one of his favorite players. So is he is he related why. to this player? No. Okay. But it's uh, it's like Smith over there, right? Carlson. Yeah, it's not 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 that uncommon of a name. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. I have a question that I fr- a friend of mine, Lex Morales, wanted me to ask this because we're having a ref on. This is exciting. Mm. Have how heated has it gotten? Has anyone taken a swing at you? No, thankfully. Um, we've got. Uh, yeah, it has not gotten that bad. I mean, players get upset. You know, there's heat of the sure. moment. They people are are yelling things and. Uh, the worst we've had is, you know, coaches of this season even, you know, burst into our ref locker room 
upset and wanting an explanation and wow. which is absolutely not allowed oh, wow. anywhere. No. And there's, I don't think there's any sport where that would be uh, yeah. allowed. And people but, get, I mean, there's a, there's bursting, a human element bursting, to it. Bursting is a lot better than, you know, punching, swinging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. There might, uh, some Swedish, ref, some you know, European refs might have uh, some horror stories, but sure. um, one of the things I appreciate about floorball is that the, at least from an official standpoint, you know, we're treated much better. Uh, we, we don't, we're not going to be taking uh, players and coaches, you know, cursing at us or yelling at us or calling, or calling us names. That is, it's not, that's not allowed in, in the sport. Oh, yeah. It's, it's more, a little more civility based. I mean, people can, can get angry and upset, um, but we definitely don't take the abuse that refs in other sports do. And for that, I am very grateful. I'm, I can be sensitive sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, I, I mean, refs take a lot of abuse. Have you yeah. ever had to? Have you ever had to toss somebody? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times it's personal penalties for like players like breaking, you know, breaking equipment because they get mad, they get upset, they they say they call you a bad name or they call someone else a bad name, they make a violent gesture to someone. Um, but I have not had to throw anyone out for someone doing anything violent towards me, which I'm, I'm mm-hmm. thankful for. I feel like I'm yeah. having to protect. It's about protecting other players more than myself. It has, it has been thankfully. How about damaging the floor? Has that ever happened? <laughs> Cause that would be bad. I mean, it would be, it would be bad. It's the, it's the name of the sport. You're kind of denigrating the entire sport. I mean, you, yeah. I guess one of the rules is like you can't, you know, slamming things against the floor um, right. isn't really allowed. Um, so, so yeah, it's protecting the integrity of the sport itself. Okay. Here's another existential question. (laughs) Yeah. I love them. What's, what's more important to floor ball? Is it the floor or the ball? I'd say the ball. Okay. Because you can play it on multiple different types of floors, Uh, but you can only play floor ball with one floor ball. Maybe ball should go first then in the name of ball floor. (laughs) You know what? I think the, one of the, I think one of the issues with growing the sport is somewhat the name. Uh, I'm not sure how fistball feels about uh, that, or even or even corfball. Right. But yeah. uh, floorball does not really get uh, someone who doesn't know about the sport really excited about Got it. Got it. Well, the fistball guys are pretty sensitive, right, Larry? But I would oh, say yeah. that comes from a passionate place. Yeah, and they they did not like their game being compared to volleyball. No. They did not. It, but it is. It is. It's, it's <laughs> like comparison. I mean, it's basically field it's like, it's volleyball. Like, I'm telling you, Vince, do not take us down this road. <laughs> no, I, 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 mean, I get, I mean, I get the sensitivity. Like, I, yeah. If he's, oh, oh, so it's just hockey, right? I mean, no, it's not. For sure. But, but it has the same basic principle, so mm-hmm. I can see where, where someone will be coming from. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think. I mean, feel closer. It's closer to field hockey than ice hockey. It's closer mm-hmm. to, and it, it seems strange to say, but it's closer to soccer than mm-hmm. than uh, other than other sports as well, as yeah. far as the physicality and the rules. Yeah, I don't think that's strange. The the ball you mentioned, it's like a wiffle mm-hmm. ball, right? Yeah, it's a it's a it's harder than a wiffle ball, but it's the same it's the same size. And is it does it have openings? It has it has holes, absolutely. Yeah. So maybe wiffle hockey. Yeah, but it's not a wiffle <laughs> yeah. ball. Oh. Yeah. 
I, uh, you can't play floorball with a wiffle ball. I guess, yeah, that would be like if you took a shot, even like a really good slap shot, it would just like not move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the same. It's like saying, Oh, uh, just play, just play baseball with a tennis ball. Right. It's like, it's the, it's the, it's it's uh, not baseball anymore. Yeah. Exactly. The the, the equipment is important. Now you the different types of, you said there's only one ball that could be used in floorball, but there's many types of floor. You, what was the floor you mentioned (laughs) at the beginning of the show? It's called Ger floor. G E R floor. G E R. Maybe one O. Yeah. Yeah. Ger Ger floor. That is the, it's, it's like a rolling down a, like a, almost the equivalent, like a really thin gym mat. So uh-huh. it's got a little bit of give to it, but it's smooth. The, the, the ball like hardly bounces. Uh, the, the sticks make this like just glorious, like sw- uh, sweeping sound when you take a shot. Um, it's, it's just the, it is the ideal surface to play on. It comes in these giant, like, you know, thousand pound rolls that you have to, to, to store and lay out, but it is a, a beautiful thing. Wow. Hmm. And how often does that need to be, do like tiles or squares of it need to be replaced? Um, it, it comes in giant strips, um, like sheets almost. Uh, and actually, I'd, I don't know because we, uh, I've only had a chance to, it's only, we used to be only in Europe. Mm-hmm. And we just got after the one that was at the World Games, there was two there, one for the practice arena and one for the main event that Korfball also used. Uh, and one is being sent uh. to Slovakia and uh, a collaboration of different entities within the U.S., including USA Floorball, uh, just made a deal to buy uh, one of the floors. So, so it is. So the IFF was happy. And so that there's one here in this country. So there's one here in Texas. Uh, and we might be playing on it this weekend. I'm not exactly sure. And so we are just now embarking on the, what does it take to store and maintain mm. uh, said Gur floor? Oh, does because, it have to, do you have to like take it up and then travel with it? Yeah. You need like, you need you know, a, a truck and a forklift. And yeah. it's, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot involved in this that we are just, uh, Wow. Uh, on the tip of the iceberg of, uh, but it's a it, gotta start somewhere. Yeah, someone someone well, offers you an amazing deal, you gotta go for it. Here in New York, they when the circus was in town, and Larry knows this as well. They used to have like a parade of elephants mm-hmm. to to march through the streets. Ooh. So you can turn this into like, hey, the Gerfloor truck is driving through. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's some of the talk is like, hey, do we do we invest in like a, a giant moving truck that that we just oh, buy? Yeah. Is it worth renting it? Do we rent a forklift every time we need it? It's all those. I mean, can we get around animal rights issues in terms of like horses or elephants? I don't know. Yeah, that's not my area of expertise. Yeah, yeah. Well, also in New York, there's always um, the big tree that goes in Rockefeller Center. Mm. Um, Where does that come from? I don't know where they actually get the tree from, but when the tr- when they're bringing the tree in, it's on this big truck, and it says mm. the tree mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> and like, so it's a big deal when that truck comes through town. So I can imagine the floor being driven. I hope town. one day we we get to a point where the someone sees a truck driving by and it says the floor, 
and people <laughs> know what that is. I mean, oh, if, right. I, if I see that before I die, I will be a, 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 a happy person. Hey, real quick, Larry, I don't, we should verify this as this is true, but I heard, so the Rockefeller Center tree comes from a different part of like upstate New York every year. But I heard that when they chop it down, it's a big event there as much as it is when they light it up here. Oh yeah. I, I don't know I, if that's ooh. true. I would believe it though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yay. This is the, we're cutting down the tree. That's going to New York. <laughs> but I bet whoever, um, well, I, I don't know if it's part of a forest or if somebody is in charge of the land where they grow and maintain those trees. But I would, I would imagine yeah. it's a great honor to have one of your trees chosen. Totally. Yeah, you're right. I would think, and they probably make a pretty penny off of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is is there okay? Here's a here's a question. Um, is there a special trophy for winning the floorball championship, much like oh, the yeah. Stanley Cup? Uh, for I know I actually don't know what if it's called anything for the World Championships, um, but there is the uh, Troy Trophy mm. that will be given uh, at the end of this weekend to this uh, inaugural season um, uh, winner. Right. And named after uh, Adam Troy, who was uh, our current general manager, who it was really the, he was the founder of USA Floorball. Uh, he was a former player also. Wow. Uh, and he is Swedish American. He does all of, a lot of the social media for one of the bigger, biggest clubs in Sweden in a city called Uppsala. And uh, he's just like the, been the driving force behind a lot of uh, every every sort of advancement within floorball. He's at least he's been on involved on on some level since the very beginning. So we were it was the cup. The trophy was revealed um, at uh, a tournament in Texas a few months ago, uh, and people are excited to uh, to receive it this year. And it's a pretty good size. I would nice. say it's. Uh, a third of the size of the Stanley Cup, which is still pretty big. Wow. So yeah. it'll be a great honor for whatever team does that this weekend. Wow. And is the plan to reuse it every year? Like yes. the Stanley Cup? <laughs> nice. Yep. yep. Cool. Where it's going to go, I'm not sure if there'll be the same fanfare <laughs> about every player getting a day with the cup. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, but I, I imagine the owner will get to uh, keep it this year at least. And what he does with it is up to them. I see. Um, what what percentage of your of your friends and people in your life are Scandinavian? <laughs> <laughs> um, a a larger number than probably most yeah. of uh, of any Amer American friends. Um, a good number of them, I would say, percentage wise. Maybe 15, 20%. Yeah. I mean, I have a, I'm involved in a lot of different uh, worlds as it, as it were. And so, but the floorball world is pretty, is a huge, I'd say at least a third to a half of my, of my life. And so most people in that part have some sort of Scandinavian connection. So yeah, 15, 20%. I've been, I've been, you know, learning, uh, learning Swedish just kind of for fun the last couple of years. And so that's the, I feel like I'm, picking up you know scandinavian things i love going to sweden uh, and hanging out with uh, a family of swedes the last few weeks so uh 
I think that they probably account for a, a larger percentage just in terms of like time. <laughs> so, um, and speaking of Sweden, did they win the most recent world champions at the world games? Yes, they won. Yeah. They won the, the game the final at the world games against Finland, which is mm. almost always the case. It's almost mm. always Sweden, Finland. Uh, so, it's kind of the, their other countries are narrowing the gap. The semifinals get better and better. Latvia, mm-hmm. to answer uh, the question, uh, was it Julia who asked that? It was, it was the Heitner, yeah. The Heitner, yeah. So Latvia um, played really well. They actually, they tie, I think they tied Sweden in the first game of the tournament, which kind of shocked everyone. They kind of caught Sweden by, wow. by surprise. And so that was like, that was everyone's uh, notice that, oh, this, these games could be a little different. There are a lot of there are a lot of close games, but at the end of the day, it came down to Sweden versus Finland, as it has done uh, most in most major tournaments. Hey, hey, Vince. Yes, Sean. Question. Yes. When you transitioned into a referee, yeah, did you find that in other moments of your life, people would be like, "Hey, Vince, you're a referee. Let me ask you something <laughs> about this thing." Unrelated to floorball, like would people ask you to weigh in more? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I I also um, uh, there's I, I I teach middle school, and so uh, there's absolutely some uh, crossover. Yeah. And as as I got into more into refereeing, uh, you turn to think of like you know classroom management and you know yeah. posture and 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 sort of like setting setting guidelines and being clear and not taking guff, still being friendly, mm-hmm. being a leader. Not being, it's not my, it's not my job to you know give penalties. My job is to lead the game. Yeah. Uh, sometimes penalties are part of that, but uh, yeah, it, it has uh, influenced. Uh, it bleeds into other parts for sure. I get it. Okay, and you know we're not trying to um, peer too far into your life, but it sounds like you're a middle school teacher. But yeah. Now I'll ask. <laughs> Where have you seen the more childish behavior at school or on the floorball floor? I'd say on the on the on the floorball court. Wow! Yeah, come on, players, step it up. Yeah, come on. You're acting acting like tweens. Some, I mean, that would be an insult to tweens. Ooh, Uh, no, absolutely. I mean, it is. It is because there's some, you know, when you're the same way that people react. When they're when you, your blood is up and and the sure. re, the heat of the moment situation, that's all fine. Yeah. Kids do that, adults do that. We all do that. Come on, you know that whole thing. Sure. But when it keeps going and you can't let something go and you throw like a mini temper tantrum because a call didn't go your way or yeah. you got you think you got fouled, maybe you did get fouled and the ref didn't see it. Like God forbid. Sure. And yeah. players are just get incensed. It is, it, it can be quite childish. Yeah. I got to think it would make you a better player to not be hung up about something that happened. You would, you would think. And yeah. it, it sometimes boggles my mind. Like well, if you, if you spend as much time thinking about the game and, and what you're supposed to be doing with your team as you are like yelling at, yelling at me or the, any of the other refs you you might have actually won that game or you might be doing much better yeah yeah it it, 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 it is uh, kind of surprising especially when you when you win and you're still upset mm. oh yeah <laughs> yeah 
Well, people are passionate. And, you know, like Larry said with the, our fistball friends, something was taken out of context. They, context, they were mad at us. We're, we're, we're fistball fans now. Yeah. Definitely. It was cleared up. But, uh, yeah. They, well, they, I mean, I've gotten through this without... I've gotten to this without being uh, mortally offended. So, you know, oh, so good. far, so good here. All right, good. Good. Have you, uh, well, actually, has your school um, in gym class ever played floorball or floor hockey? Ooh, absolutely. Within, within the first year that I was working there, um, I had it as an after school activity. Oh, great. And then within a few, within a handful of years, six or eight years after that, uh, it has been part of the floorball of the PE curriculum grades four through eight. Oh, nice! And so the PE to get you get the PE teachers uh, into it. They love it. It's safe. It's easy. It it level the the game levels the playing field of like you can be a great athlete or this can be your first time doing any sport. You can find success in floorball. And some of the best players I've had the chance to coach and see play at at my school. Uh, were not like the most athletic kids that you would at least, at least at least you look at them like this kid's not that not athletic, but they've they've got a, a good head for the sport and maybe they've not had a chance to play other sports because of their their size mm. or they're not as you know they're not as fast or something. But but it's been a beautiful thing to watch uh, kids of all skill levels be able to love this game. Yeah, I think I and I hope that more schools. Uh, find floorball that there are plenty who who have um and i hope more do it's it's like it sounds like the perfect intramural game i think it is yeah Yeah. Yeah. now who would you say is the goat of floorball (laughs) (laughs) it maybe the guy maybe the guy who can name the championship trophy i mean yeah yeah it's troy right i mean he I wouldn't say he's the the goat uh-huh. uh, in terms of like to to the sport in to the idea of floorball in the states. Maybe he is. People don't know who he is as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we're talking like you're European. There have been some names who I grew up uh, knowing. Uh, Mika Kohonen. He's a Finn. I loved watching him um, at the World Championships when I would go. Um, there have, been, there have been a lot. You could you could just say Sweden right now. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it that it's I'm gonna go with Mika Kohonen. Yeah, and he's, he retired a couple years ago, um, but yeah, it's just, it was just fun to watch. It's like kind of he had the height of Conan O'Brien, or has mm-hmm. the height of Conan O'Brien, so yeah. tall, kind of lanky, awkward, but just made what made everything he did look really easy. Hmm. Uh, there's another there's yeah, another Swede named uh, Kim Kim Nilsson who a lot of people think uh, is the greatest player, um, but it kind of seems to change every every few years as a new as a new there's a new player. goat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. or finish yeah yeah I don't know if anybody will top Kohonen though <laughs> Kohonen O'Brien there you go Kohonen oh hey. my I don't know why okay I don't know why we never thought of that before but uh, <laughs> I like it I like it brilliant just Larry he's Larry's good he needs to be involved in more sports I always tell him yeah. I mean we someone like you would be a great you know color commentator for 
uh, for some games. I mean, we, we have a pretty, we have a pretty amazing uh, play-by-play announcer yeah. uh, for the league uh, yeah. this year. His name's, oh, actually, I'm, I'm sorry, Tanner. I don't know your last name. His name's Tanner. Uh, he is, he's, he's the one calling all the NAFL games this, this summer. Um, he does his homework. He's funny. He's, he's picked up on some inside jokes that players uh, were doing during interviews. Mm. Uh, there's some, there's some uh, Canadian player on the Fresno team who uh, every interview he gave for Tanner, like between, uh, between games or after, between periods, he tried to work in the expression balls deep as often, <laughs> as often as he could. Uh, and now it has become a, uh, a thing where he'll still try to do it during interviews, but Tanner will try to use it uh, during games. And I have friends at home watching the games who will text me Oh, Tanner said it four times in the second wow. period. So it's uh, wow. the new, the new floorball drinking game, a different kind yeah. of sport. Actually, where <laughs> can I watch a floorball game or the floorball championships? Yeah. So this weekend uh, they will be on, so you can go to any nafloorball.com. That's mm. the main websites, but uh, solid sport is the name of the uh, website that will be, um, showing them and i think there is a flat fee for all the games to to watch all the games uh, in a given weekend or it's like 10 or 15 dollars maybe 10 dollars per per game so start with nafloorball.com okay I'll, I'll all right yeah i might try to tune in this weekend if i have i would be uh, be wonderful game start yeah. tomorrow afternoon at uh, four o'clock in uh, uh texas time yeah, okay. and continue all day Saturday, and the championship game is Sunday at seven p.m. Uh, Central Time. I think that's where I am. The championship yeah. is Sunday cool. this weekend. This weekend. All right, and you'll be refing the championship game. I will either be refing the bronze game or the gold medal game. Okay, we have so uh, one of the it, games it is that un- on Sunday. It is yeah. it is under undetermined. They'll be chosen wow. by the uh, owners of uh of, the, of all the teams who will vote on which of the four referees uh, will ref the uh, the final. Which two will ref the final? All right. I don't want to bring up anxiety again because I want you to crush it this weekend. Oh, I will. Be, don't worry. It'd be so fair. Yeah. But if you if you miss a big call in one of the playoff games, then that might that might mean that you won't get pulled up to the gold medal game. I mean, it, it's uh, it's possible. Yeah. Um, and it's the the key is standing with your decision. Sure. Um, selling it as best you can. Yeah. Admitting if there's a mistake. I hear you. Uh, and but and you moving wanna, on. Yeah, but you want to get to the championship game too. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can, I can say I want, I want to be uh, flawless, but mm-hmm. the same thing that, you know, a, a player is not flawless when playing a game Yeah. or, you know, there's always little things here and there, little mistakes that ha- that happen. Oh, you drop a ball, you miss a shot, you know, little things uh, happen, but you can, hopefully it's not anything that changes the game. Obviously, yeah, yeah. hopefully, you do, hopefully as a player, you don't miss an open net with 10 seconds left that you should have made. Hopefully, you know, you know, a, a ref doesn't miss the ball crossing the line or not crossing the line or miss a, uh, I think that's, that's some of the worst ones, but what gives me actually, doesn't, that doesn't actually trouble me as more as, as, as making sure the game is played safely and not letting anything get out of hand, uh, physically. We've had very, we've had a couple injuries Ooh, yeah. and any, and any of the ones that have happened this summer, 
mostly are like incidental or accidents, players colliding differently, um, an errant high stick here and there. But on, but in general, it's been a mostly uh, safe um, summer. So I'm thankful for that. And that's sort of that's sort of the goal. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for you and rooting <laughs> for floorball. Sean, do you have any final questions? Um. Okay, this is a very quick one. Do we have time for a quick yeah, one? Yeah, we have time. All right. Bring it. I came up with an idea for a sport that I want to pitch <laughs> to you guys. Okay. All right. And it's that, I mean, okay, I don't know what the sport is yet, but here's what's unique about it, is that in the middle of the game, the teams have to play a different game that they don't know about in advance. And then in the last period, they go back to the regular game <laughs> so it's the the regular game then the second period is like surprise game surprise yeah. game you maybe you have to play uh, jenga or something you know i mean it's mean? like there's 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 chess boxing what's oh wow you're right so it's it's similar to that but imagine like a, a team sport would be i mean you could take you could take any you can take anything. any sport would be fun. I, I, I like that. You have, you, it's a, it's, you know, the, the NFL, you're playing a game of American football. And then the, the, the middle portion of the, of the, of the game is baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But you can't know what it is. It's like right. Agreed. So yeah. your Ross, you have to have like a roster just full of all yeah. different type of skill sets. It, like you probably have, je- you've won jeopardy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it could be Jeopardy. Yeah, so you just yeah. have to have like a, a mathlete. You gotta have sure. yeah your fast guy in case you know it's a speed yeah. thing, um, <laughs> or <laughs> your your it, Jeopardy player. It could. I mean, yeah. it's the it's the it's the it's the embodiment of having a well-rounded, just human being or well-rounded athlete who has a good head for any game. That's those yeah. players can like pick up any sport. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's also like, let's see how good of a team this team really is. That now we have to put them in a situation where they haven't been a team before. But think about the scandal of like oh, yeah. leaks and and Ooh. spoiling it, and how and like there's a lot oh, of there'll be a yeah. lot of uh, a lot of cloak and dagger situations yeah. for keeping it a secret. Of course, that's the fun of it. I maybe maybe it could maybe it's called team ball. <laughs> yeah, just team ball because. Or maybe, the, or maybe you go in every week, every game is a different main game, and you know what the main game is going to be. Yeah. Like intramural, like intramural clubs that you play a different sport every week, mm-hmm. and but you don't know what the middle, what the what the second secondary yeah. game is. I think we're onto something. I think I yeah. like this. You have to. I mean, this is this is where the, the probably you have the best coaches in all of sports because this coach has mm. to immediately strategize for this game that they didn't. Oh, know. sure. Yeah. So you've got like 10 minutes. You, you find out what the sport is. Mm-hmm. You've got 10 minutes to strategize. Yeah. We're coming up with how many players are playing, et cetera. Larry, let's put this on it. Maybe there's also not a head coach. Maybe there's a team of coaches. <laughs> a team That's of coaches the- got to get together. They're like, all right, this is what we got to do. And then, then they got to nominate, or right, you're the coach to tell this team. Or that's one of the, or that's one of the secondary games is just coaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, coming up with a good game plan. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a this is this is intense. There's a lot. I, I and I love the name Team Ball. Team Ball. Team Ball. 
All right. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. This was awesome. Um, my, my, my pleasure. I love, I love talking about Florida. I love spreading the gospel uh, as it were. And so I hope uh, you guys have a chance to check out the games this weekend. Sweet. And do you, do you have anything to plug either the, the NAFL or any social media handles? Um, Oh God. Uh, at Vince Faso on Instagram. Uh, we've been doing some fun videos uh, on this on this road trip through uh, through the South, uh, and so there's a lot of fun videos there. Uh, I would just say just floorball in general. Just check it out. Yeah, learn about it. If you find ever there's clubs growing up popping up all over the country. Uh, if anyone who's listening, uh, go to usafloorball.org and uh, find out where you can play. Yeah, catch the fever. Yeah, Sean, anything to plug? Well, I mean, if I have time to watch one of these floorball games, maybe I'll live tweet it. I don't know. Maybe. I won't promise. Um, But I have one quick thing to plug. Larry, I've been thinking a lot about the future. You got to. There's so many crazy problems in the world right now. So I published the Time Machine Blueprints as a way to solve a problem. It's a blank book. But my promise is that maybe one day the time machine blueprints will really be in here. Uh, you can use it as a notebook if you want. It's available on Amazon. You can also check out timemachineblueprints.com that goes to my website. And, um, you know, it's all about spreading better ideas for the future in the future. I love it. And then, yeah, if, if, um, if someone from the future goes back in time and changes the publication or something. Right. You're, you, so you have to open the book every day just to make sure. I haven't, but I will start. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also it. good, it's also a good way to convince yourself to write. It is. You, you should open the book every day, check it. And if nothing's in there, it's like, well, maybe I'll journal. Yeah. Journaling is very healthy. Yeah. Or just a great, you know, gratitude journal at the end of the day. Definitely. Whatever it is. And of yeah. course, um, I'm at Larry, the athlete on all social media and soon LinkedIn and um, you can subscribe (laughs) to Larry the Sports wherever you get your podcasts may all your dreams be hoop dreams and may the rest of your days be days of thunder Thank you